Recently, on Pause for Thought, I've been discussing some of the many meanings of the words humanism and humanist. I want to conclude by discussing the main meanings today and by ending with the most important meaning of all. Humanists from the 15th to the 20th century were generally religious. The Italian scholars in the Renaissance who were first called humanists and the German educationists who first used the word humanism were Christians who invoked classical studies to rescue religion from medieval corruption or modern degeneration. Their successors usually wanted to protect existing religion or create a new religion. During the 20th century, indeed, many Christians reclaimed the word humanism, arguing that humanism without God is a false humanism and that true humanism must be based on religion. This influenced Catholic intellectuals, among them some popes, including the present one, and also several leading Protestants and Jewish intellectuals. On the other hand, some of the Christians and Jews who now say that God is a creation of man rather than the other way round also call themselves humanists. But during this century, humanism has increasingly been adopted by people who have no religion and who used to be called freethinkers or secularists or agnostics or rationalists. This had been originally suggested in the mid-19th century, was first seriously proposed in 1900 and was gradually accepted by most non-religious people. Humanist organisations were formed in the United States, then in the Netherlands and India, then in Britain and other countries. The International Humanist and Ethical Union, founded in 1952, now includes hundreds of organisations with thousands of members all over the world. The main sense of humanism today is the affirmation of the common humanity of all human beings and the essential humanity of each human being, along with the denial of the existence or importance of any superhuman person or supernatural power. Humanists are concerned not so much to oppose religion as to replace it by the advancement of human interest in this life, in this world, though they are also concerned to resist fundamentalism and fanaticism. They work alongside people with various other religious and political beliefs on the basis of shared values and common aims, but they are distinguished by the rejection of all arbitrary assumptions or authority. Here in Britain, Humanists concentrate on campaigning for fuller and fairer treatment of philosophical and moral issues in education, politics and the media, providing ceremonies to mark birth, marriage and death, and encouraging fellowship among people who share their views. But the most important form of humanism is what I would call world humanism. This is broader than all the narrow humanisms I have been discussing, whether religious or non-religious, and is based on the doctrine of the universal brotherhood of all human beings, regardless of the differences between them. This was first stated in ancient Greece more than 2,000 years ago. It has been a common factor in many philosophies and religions ever since, and it is now a matter of urgency. In the modern world, where all human beings are so closely involved with one another and at the same time so bitterly divided from one another, the stark situation is that the human species must be one or will be none. Our choice is between mutual destruction and mutual aid, and the only alternative to universal inhumanity is universal humanity. Our last best hope is surely some kind of humanism, whatever it is called. The basic principle of this world humanism was stated by the great philosopher Bertrand Russell at the height of the Cold War. Remember your humanity and forget the rest. That is where I stand.